Welcome to African Catholic Voices, a podcast service of the Pan-African Catholic Theology and Pastoral Network. My name is Father Stan Chu Ilo. I'm your host today. African Catholic Voices is a forum where we engage in the African palaver. The palaver is a space where everyone has a voice, where every issue is addressed justly, fairly, transparently, openly, with a view to hear the story of everyone, to encounter everyone, to accompany everyone. And in many instances, the voices we hear are voices of people who are making changes in the church and in society. They carry the voices, not only their own personal voice, but they also embody the voices of a people, the voices of a church, the voices of the world. And so today, as we begin preparation for the second Pan-African Catholic Congress on theology, society, and pastoral life, we are honored to have as our conversation partner, Professor Emil C. Kuda. Welcome to African Catholic Voices, Professor Kuda. Thank you so much, Professor Ayla. I am so happy to be here with you and with all the people from Africa, my friends. Thank you very much, Emil C. I know that you are a household name in world Catholicism and in the global church. But we'd like, as we do here, for you to introduce yourself. So who is Emilce Kuda? Well, Emilce Kuda is a woman from Argentina. I have a husband. He's a mother of two boys, 27 and 20. And now, actually, Pope Francis designed me secretary for the Pontifical Commission for America Latina. So actually, I am working at the Vatican supporting the Pope and trying to communicate to the world his doctrine, his social doctrine, his special theology of the people. Thank you very much. You talk about theology of the people, Emil C. Can you tell us more about theology of the people? And you are a political scientist, actually as well as a theologian, you wear several hats. So we'd like to know, what is the theology of the people and how did you become such an expert in this theology? Well, many times I said that we must try to understand that theology of the people is a popular name, but it's not another theology. It's the theology. Is the theology, is the same theology for everybody, but the difference is that this theology began with this name in Latin America, but especially in Argentina and especially in Buenos Aires, where Pope Francis was born. Mm-hmm. And the people there love to say theology of the people. But at the beginning, the fathers of the theology of the people for example, Lucio Gera or Rafael Techo, they never call that theology, theology of the people, because for them, that is the theology, the same theology. And sometimes we must be careful because some persons call theology of the people, theology of 
deliberation. And then they say that is not theology. So careful with that. Theology of the people is a friendly name that the poor part of the people in our country call this theology because they feel that this theology is more close of all that people who are discarded for this system. Thank you very much, Emilcy. And in Fratelli Tutti, Pope Francis brings up this uh, theology of the people in a very significant way when he said that to be a person is to belong to a people. And when he said that, he was actually speaking like an African. The African sense of community is to fully, a person is fully a person when he or she is participating in the life of the community. When he or she is not excluded, he or she is not being isolated or being muted, not being heard. So when I read that in Fratelli Tutti, as I tried to understand Pope Francis's culture of encounter, that strikes me as a very important key for understanding also African sense of community and a foundation it can serve for an African theology of the people. And you are preparing to go to the African continent and Africa is very happy to welcome the most high ranking woman working for the Holy See. You've uh, broken new parts for sure. We'd like to know your message to Africa. What message do you bring to Africa as a theologian and from Pope Francis? Pope Francis, like you said, he turned in a different way this, the first option that the liberation theology in Latin America do, the option uh, option for the people, no? And you, Pope Francis said, option with the people. And Africa, like Latin America, and like part of Asia, we are in the peripheries. We are similar. We are brothers because we are in the same situation. And maybe more than 10 years ago, Africa takes these ideas from Latin America that the, about liberation theology, for example, that's the name that they receive, but it's the theology of the poor, theology of the people of God. And now I think with this Pope, Pope Francis, who comes from Latin America, it's important to be in CM, not to be together, to be in the culture of the country. We must build bridges between Africa and Latin America. We must do that. We must do that because we are in the same situation. We have a world for us, for to be happy, because God gives to us all this. That is not a natural resource that other countries call. It's a natural goodness that God gives to us for to have a life. A mm -hmm. lot of people can't to take the decision about what to do with all that that God gives to us. In that sense, Pope Francis said, the option with the people. And that option is the option about our world, our common house. And I think we must 
to work together between Latin America and Africa. That is my, my dream, going to your continent, because Pope Francis named me to be here at the Holy See say, with the people from Latin America. But my challenge is to build bridges between Latin America and Africa. And my dream is that with my trip to Africa, to start a new way between theologians, between both continents, to publish together, to do conference together, to travel not always to the United States or to Europe, speaking about our situation. Why not travel between Latin America and Africa? This is a dream. I hope that that will be reality after this Congress. Thank you very much, Emil C. And um, it is very interesting to note that we have 14 delegates from Latin America coming to this Congress. So your vision of a strong bridge between Latin America and Africa is also the dream of many Africans. The Global South must work together. You know, many years ago in the political field, when you have the G8, the G20, then Latin America, Africa, and Asia decided to form the non-aligned movement. They didn't want to be divided ideologically between the East and the West. However, with the collapse of the Berlin Wall, this non-alignment began to suffer. But that's a conversation for another day. For now, we want to take a pause and listen to Emilce's uh, special song, the tango. is a very beautiful way of connecting life with music, the body, the soul, the mind, the spirit. You are listening to African Catholic Voices, a podcast service of the Pan-African Catholic Theology and Pastoral Network. And today we are talking with Professor Emil Sikuda, who is serving at the Pontifical Latin American Commission, the highest ranking woman to hold such a position for the Holy See. And Professor Kuda has been talking about her dream of building bridges and promoting Pope Francis's vision, not just of option for the poor, but rather 
option with the poor, which Pope Francis had made clear in his speech at the United Nations, that people should become agents in their own development. People should become architects in their own future. So, Professor Emilsi, you have been now working at the Holy See for well over a year or so. What do you consider your accomplishment so far? How has it been going? Are you enjoying yourself at this work or has it been difficult navigating a male-dominated universe? I am enjoying this because it's a mission. It's not a work. I respect the work. I speak about workers, but this is different. This is a mission. I feel this like a mission. I am so grateful for Pope Francis and to all the Holy See to allow me to be here. My dream, as always, as like I am, the, I start to, to work in theology, to study theology. My dream was to help the people, the people who is bad, the people who has not worked, the people who is outside of the rights, of the human right, of the social right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we must start again to speak about social rights. Human rights is only to eat, to survive. Mm-hmm. But we need social rights to take decisions about the politics, about the economies. We must to introduce that. So, Pope Francis and the Holy See and Cardinal Margolette, the prefecto of the Congregation of Bishop, where we are, they allowed me and with me allow all of you, my mm-hmm. friends from Latin America, from Africa, from part of Asia, to start a new way, a new way from us, from the poor, from the people who work for years and years to help the others. And I think this is an opportunity, not not for me especially or personally, it's an opportunity to, to a lot of women around the world that after me come to be here doing my work. We start a process. We are not the, the, the queen or the king of the world, no? We only start a process. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, possiamo parlare un po' in italiano? Eh, mia ultima domanda, il sogno che tu hai, perché il Papa Francesco ci invita a sognare. Qual è il tuo sogno per la Chiesa Cattolica, anche per la Chiesa in Africa? Il mio sogno per la Chiesa Cattolica è, come dice il Papa Francesco, fare una riforma, ma questa riforma non è una riforma nell'organigramma, è nell'organigramma della Chiesa come istituzione, no? Mm-hmm. Alcune persone pensano che questa nuova Costituzione della Chiesa è la riforma che Papa Francesco parla, ma no, Papa Francesco dice e ripete Questa non è la riforma della Chiesa, questa è semplicemente una riforma della istituzione, della Costituzione, della Curia Romana. Ma la vera riforma della chi parla Papa Francesco è la conversione. La conversione. E la conversione, se noi eh, guardiamo queste parole, è con, questo è insieme, Verso, eh? andare, andare insieme, questo è la, lo che significa la parola università, eh? come une verso, eh? andiamo a Asia, 
E questo è importante, è una chiesa che deve fare questa conversione, camminare insieme. Per questo io penso che dobbiamo, dobbiamo camminare insieme l'Africa e Latino America, perché non è, non è una cosa che... che io, no, io non ho studiato, per esempio, con libri degli africani. Io non ho, no, no ho letto un libro degli africani quando mm -hmm. ero all'università. E non mm -hmm. penso che voi tampoco lo avete letto, no? Entonces, questa conversione che aspettiamo della Chiesa dobbiamo farla noi. Va bene. Penso che questa, questo congresso in luglio è veramente un'opportunità. Dobbiamo pensarlo come l'inizio di un processo. Per leggere, per, per pubblicare insieme, per contarci tra noi. Va bene, va bene. Eh, speriamo che lo Spirito Santo ci guida cominciare questo peregrinaggio insieme per realizzare la riforma della Chiesa. Ma per le donne della Chiesa, com'è il tuo sogno? Perché non possiamo camminare senza le donne, ma qualche volta le donne sensano come abbandonato. Eh, non si trova l'uguaglianza fra le donne e gli uomini. Come pen pensi per la riforma di questa mentalità? Io penso che la Chiesa si è arrivata qui dopo 2022 anni perché le donne hanno lavorato tanto dentro della Chiesa. La Chiesa sono le donne e le maschi, ma il problema è se pensiamo, se noi facciamo visibile questa attività. Perché a me mi disgusta quando dice, dicono no, le donne non sono alla Chiesa. No, guarda, non sono alla gerarchia, non sono nel posto alti, ma la Chiesa è piena di donne. Mm -hmm. Alcune lavorando, lavorando tanto, lavorando invisibili, senza pagamento. Questo deve cambiare. Questo deve cambiare. Non possiamo avere le donne per fare la pulizia solo. No? È Hai ragione. Un'altra un cosa. La donna, per esempio, all'America Latina, anche all'Africa, sono chi lavora per proteggere le giovani della mafia. Sono chi fanno il, il cibo per sopravvivere. Sono chi lavora per mantenere la famiglia. E questo è la Chiesa también. Entonces, yo pienso que debemos hacer un trabajo profundo de diventar visibles todo el trabajo que hacen. Porque si yo arrivo aquí a los 56 años, es porque he hecho alguna cosa por estos 50 años. No No es que ahora yo arrivo aquí como de un piatto volatore, no. Ho lavorato per 50 anni e io ho la sorte, ho la, ho la decisione del Santo Padre di portarmi qui. Ma sono una di tante mogli, di tante donne che lavorano. Per questo io penso che le stesse donne devono fare il lavoro di rendere visibili tutte le donne che sono con noi. Va bene, grazie mille Emil. Sì. Le donne ancora stanno navigando in acqua molto agitate. Ma... Speriamo che le Signore, il Spirito Santo, ci guida verso questo clima di uh, uguaglianza. Allora, per concludere come nostra regola qui, puoi dire 
una preghiera per noi. Chiedi il Signore di ricevere questa che abbiamo parlato per la forza, per av andare avanti la forza, eh, camminare passo a passo con noi. Perché non è così facile fare la riforma, ma con la preghiera, con la forza dello Spirito Santo è possibile. Allora, una preghiera per noi. Io voglio, voglio pregare al, al Tata Dio, come chiamiamo noi, a Father, Godfather, nostro papà, che aiuti a noi a lavorare insieme, perché il male a volta, a volta ci divide tra noi e non possiamo, non possiamo andare da uno, non possiamo lavorare la divisione. Per questo dobbiamo pregare cosa dice il Padre nostro, no? Quando preghiamo ogni giorno, per favore non lasciano cadere nel male e liberano, la, liberano della tentazione dal male. Questo è semplice. Se noi veramente prendiamo consapevolezza di questo che ripetiamo, questo è tutto. Per favore, non lasciano cadere nella tentazione e liberano del male, perché sennò non possiamo andare insieme. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Professor Emil C. Kuda. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for being part of this wonderful episode. Until next week, when we have another fresh perspective from an important voice in the church, the global church, as well as the church in Latin America, the church in Africa. We ask you to be strong in your faith, to be courageous in hope, to be faithful and fervent in loving. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and together, as Pope Francis has asked us, let us become guardians of one another, guardians of creation, this beautiful world that God has given us. Bye. Oh